right. It's gonna be super uncomfortable and awkward, so we'll make it quick. All right. How is it going, everybody? This is Sean Barnes. I wanna welcome you back to the Way of the Wolf. I am here on the top of Camelback Mountain. Is that right? That's right. All right, with Pete Vanderveen. He was actually on an episode last year. I will be sure to link that in the show notes below. Bear with me, I'm actually a little bit winded. As Pete and I were parking and coming up here, he's like, okay, well, you're from Texas, this is gonna wind you pretty quick. And I'm, nah, nah, I'm good. And it's kicking my ass. So how have you been? I've been good, brother, you? Good, good. You know, on our way up, we talked a little bit about you being the president of Inked Magazine. Is that right? Okay, I don't recall us talking about that. We might have, but talk me through that. Tell me a little bit more about what you're doing there. Yeah, so we bought eight in December okay. of last year, so we've only been in this four months. Okay. So for me, that was just another distressed asset that I took over, and we're just doing a complete rebranding, culture change, yeah. cleaning house, going right down to the trusses and rebuilding the house. Yeah. So it's been fun. Culture is such a big issue for companies, isn't it? Absolutely. So that when you say it was a distressed asset, Culture was a big piece of that. Was it um, creating challenges for that organization uh, financially? Certainly, it was actually owned by a private equity company. Okay. And they typically do a lot of damage. They, it's a quick flip for them and they'll cut and hack and slash and leave a lot of chaos in the process. And that's what we picked up and yeah. we had to do a lot of damage repair. That's crazy. You would think that in private equity, as long as it's been around, and as much as they try to flip assets, that they would be aware of that dynamic and challenges with culture. Why do you think more PE firms don't really focus on the culture? Because as I think through my experiences with PE, it's not really a thing. They, they buy the asset, they acquire the business. Sometimes they just, well, to use your burnt or use your uh, terminology, they'll slash everything out, and then and then try to sell it off. Why don't they focus on culture? I think one is I just see most private equity guys are not. They're they come from financial backgrounds. Okay. They don't have potentially operational experience. Mm -hmm. I think the other part is they're just not interested in the long term. They just. They really want to exploit it and then pump and dump. Yeah. Bunch of MBAs? Some, and some of them are just <laughs> bankers and bank industry guys, yeah. and I don't think that they truly know how to build a company. They just know how to take it, exploit it, and then use it for some other venture. Okay, all right. What's one of the biggest things that you've learned over the years in terms of being able to help turn a culture around in an organization? I'm huge on capital or investing in human capital. Mm -hmm. Treating people like assets, invest in the people, that'll propagate success. How long does that usually take? It takes months because you have to, whether it's Exxon or Inc. or any of these other companies, you got you to gotta really work on empowering people mm -hmm. and then you got to raise the tide and then empower them again and teach them again. So you kind of have to crawl, walk around with them and it takes time because you have to break limiting beliefs, you have to break bad culture, you have to break bad politics like you've encountered. Mm -hmm. and it, it takes its glass ceiling after glass ceiling. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I think that once you're able to come in, usually the people in an the organization, they have this hesitancy of, oh God, here's this guy Pete coming in. 
what's he gonna do? So that there's all, not maybe not quite a stigma, but there's a challenge right on the front end. But I think once you're able to walk in and help them understand that you are there to help them, to help them grow, to help them achieve success, you're able to kind of turn that corner. Maybe there's still a little bit of reservation with some of the people there, but you're able to turn that corner pretty quickly. Once you've turned that corner, then I feel like you can probably come in and more accurately size people up and say, hey, we need to invest in building John and helping him understand how to read the p and for this district. Uh, over here, Jason, he's just a straight up asshole. We need to figure out how to get him to be nice. Right. So you're able to kind of, once you get over that initial hump and are able to start building trust, which I think that's what it really comes down to. Coming in, okay. establishing trust really quickly, and then building them up. That's work? Yeah. Yeah, that's 100%. Okay. All right. So we've talked through culture. We've talked through business. This is going to be a short episode, like I said, because I want to get back up on this mountain and take some more pictures. How long have you lived here? 10 years. Okay. Why are you here and not in Texas? Uh, I stepped away from Exxon two and a half years ago, and this has always been home for me. And even when I was running Exxon, I was still here yeah. commuting. And honestly, this is 365 days a year, son. And I love being outdoors. You yeah. can't beat it. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, last question I have for you. Tell me a little bit more about Frog Fitness. I know we spoke about it on the previous episode. You're still doing stuff with that? Yeah, I'm still in kind of a majority shareholder. Okay, all right. And what does your fitness routine look like normally? Do you do bodybuilding, functional training? Talk me through that. Yeah, I think that this brand is really based on functional fitness. It's based on Olympic style training, which is longevity over, over just exertion. So it's training smarter, not harder. And that's kind of been my emphasis. I used to bodybuild. I used to be 305 and 280 at 5%. That's all I six six so i was way too tall for bodybuilding i rarely look big. up to people but every time i, I stand next to i'm like jesus really is this happening yeah. <laughs> okay but i found i found the bodybuilding world is really you know teach their own but it's not functional fitness it's mm -hmm. not longevity you can barely swing a golf club at some point and for me i wanted to have just great stamina great flexibility great core and, and that is for me it's the three pillars of strength cardio and flexibility and that's what I do now it's try to stay well around and try to stay you know sub eight percent body fat and it's like I want to I want to be functionally fit yeah what is the thing that you are most passionate about in your life right now I think it comes back to what we were talking about before which is just really to me I'm passionate about helping other people get to love success and I think I've worked I still continue to work with a lot of executive leaders but if I can help someone else, help another man find true success and get away from the the shiny objects that they're chasing and you know the dumpster fires that they're encountering with their marriage, their life, their their professional success, their mental health, if I can help them get to the other side, that just gets me all jacked up. Yeah. Whenever we were recording, you made a comment that while I was sitting down, it crushed me. And I'm probably going to butcher it, but it was something to the effect of when you heal the boy, the man emerges. Yeah. Is that, is that what, did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. 
that crushed me. We're going to talk a little bit more about that on the hike. Not quite something I want to put on the right. air just yet, um, but it, it really spoke to me. And the things that you're doing in terms of helping young men or men in their mid-30s, 40s try to find themselves and, and find happiness and fulfillment, I love what you're doing, man. I'm, I'm trying my best to kind of follow in those footsteps, and it is very fulfilling for me. I absolutely love it. Thank you for everything that you're doing. All we got we i'm hoping that the audio worked out well in the cave that we're in i am going to shoot some more video footage as i'm on this hike that i will definitely splice in thank you all for tuning in and watching and y'all have a good one